Presented by Kamiuk Ukulele Magazine, this is Ukulele Stories. Hello, my name is Cameron Murray, and welcome to a brand new podcast in which I plan to investigate people's connections with the ukulele. You should know from the outset that this is not a podcast that will teach you how to play the ukulele, and nor is it a podcast that will teach you about the ukulele. This project is about people, and about music, and the intersection at which they meet. In upcoming episodes, I'll speak with many of the stars of the uke world, as well as lots of other people who aren't well known, but have an interesting story to tell. At this point, I suppose you may be wondering who I am. Well, let me give you a quick rundown on my ukulele story. When I was about 10 in 1990, I was living in Johannesburg, South Africa. Sometime before that, I wanted a guitar because my dad plays one. But being a man of good taste, he refused to buy me a cheap plastic child's guitar, and so instead he got me a Japanese soprano ukulele at a music store's closing down sale. My step-granddad was once a member of the George Formby Society in England, and I had grown up admiring his collection of fine banjo ukuleles. So one day, sick of seeing my little soprano gathering dust in the corner of my bedroom, I asked him to teach me a few chords. And that's where it all began. Now, I feel I should point out that playing the ukulele was an extremely odd thing to do in 1990, particularly in South Africa. Most people had never heard of the newfangled internet, and the only living person I'd ever seen play a uke was my step-granddad. Luckily, I could go with my dad to a local folk club, which is where I started performing. I immigrated with my family to Australia just over 20 years ago, and my dad and I quickly found places to play. In 2004, I was invited to perform at a small concert that was being organised by a lovely woman named Rose Turtle Ertler, a bit of a local legend. She had somehow tracked me down, along with a few other ukulele players, including the great Azo Bell. We did the show at the historic Bondi Pavilion on Sydney's famous Bondi Beach, and afterwards a guy from a community college approached me about teaching some ukulele classes. Having never taught anything in my life, I immediately agreed to do it. Teaching was great fun, just as people were starting to latch on to the growing worldwide ukulele movement, and a few of my ex-students started a club called SCUM, the St. George and Sutherland Community of Ukulele Musicians. From there, other clubs, usually with similarly silly names, proliferated, as did ukulele festivals and other uke-centric events. When I wasn't strumming my uke, I was working as a journalist, so in 2011 I brought my two passions together to create Kamuke Ukulele Magazine, a mix of features, interviews, reviews, playing tips and historical articles. If that sounds like something you might be interested in, you can find out more at kamuke.com. That's K-A-M-U-K-E dot com. I suppose my third passion is collecting ukuleles. Vintage Martins from the 1920s have a special place in my heart because of their amazing history and unrivaled sound. I honestly never thought I'd own one, but I now have my dream set, 1K, 2K and 3K Sopranos. The K stands for Hawaiian koa wood. I also have an 8-string 1K terra patch, which was kindly given to me by my step-granddad, along with all of his incredible banjo ukes. I've always enjoyed playing classic tunes from the 1920s and 30s, and George Formby songs, of course, but I find myself writing more and more original material. I recently released an EP entitled Fly Myself to You. It features five originals and a medley of classics, and you can get it now on Spotify or wherever you get your music. So that's me. Hi. I do hope you join me on this journey of musical discovery. I think it's going to be fun. Every episode of the show will end with a song, either from me or my guest. This track of mine is called Angelo's Cafe, and it's about one of my childhood haunts in Johannesburg. 
I figured out the best times I had at the cafe all took place in 1991, so I set myself a little songwriting challenge to make every lyric somehow relate to that year. Thanks for listening, and goodbye for now. Life was fun back in 91, we were playing in the African sun. Kurt Cobain was on the MTV, and it felt good to be free. My best friends were Ninja Turtles, Mike, Leo, Ramp, and Don. It's been 25 years, and I don't know where all that time has gone. So come on down to Angelo's, bring some 20s with you. We'll play Pac-Man and Double Dragon until the money runs out. Beside the pool, we were just trying to keep cool. A pocket full of kryptonite, and we were doing all right. Well, I learned to play the ukulele, and man, I'd strum it daily. Skating down Galway with no fear, it really was quite a year. So come on down to Angelo's and bring some twenties with you. We'll play Pac-Man Double Dragon until the money runs out. Pac-Man and Double Dragon until the